Do you know what it means to give like a Macedonian? Hi, this is Kerry Robinson, and I am pastor to 55 Plus, and this is Beyond the Notes. As we've been working our way through the book of 2 Corinthians, we find ourselves in chapter 8, verses 1 through 9 uh, in worship. And uh, I want to, this beyond the notes, I want us to focus in on specifically verses 1 through 5. But um, in that chapter, the, the, the verse 1 says, We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction with abundance of joy and the extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And this, not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. I was thinking about that, those verses, those first five verses in the chapter, chapter eight of Second Corinthians, uh, giving like a Macedonian. Uh, these Macedonians, Paul has highlighted them as an example to the church at Corinth about the way to give. And he talks about, you know, that they gave in a se- severe test of affliction. They gave uh, even in, in spite of their poverty, they gave joyfully, they gave generously, and they gave because of the grace of God. God's grace was upon them. They understood uh, the depth of God's grace for them, and they gave. Um, but man, to highlight you know, what the Macedonians were going through, the, the, the poor conditions that they were living under themselves and their own poverty and their affliction, and yet they gave. It's a great example for us as believers to give like a Macedonian. But I couldn't help but ask myself, you know, is, you know how, how do we really give like a Macedonian? You know, clearly in our culture, that is kind of counterintuitive. It kind of goes against the grain of what uh, we normally think because we tend to be pretty selfish people. We tend to, you know, give to ourselves first and to others second, even though that's not the biblical way. Uh, but the verse that stood out to me as I was studying this passage, verses 1 through 9, Uh, was in particular verse 5, and it says, And this, not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord. And I think when I I think about how these Macedonians were able to be such givers, grace givers, that's the verse that I think everything hinged on, that first and foremost, they gave themselves to the Lord. They understood the priority of giving themselves to God, having Christ at the forefront of their life, as uh, Mark 12, 30-31 tells us, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. To love God first. Loving God first, then other things follow. Uh, the things that are in our priorities are in line because God is our first priority. Uh, giving is the behavior of a devout follower. Somebody who's serious about the relationship with God, then giving is going to be a product of their devotion to God. Giving with eagerness, excitement, in spite of circumstances, giving with all our heart comes only through somebody that is really devoted to the causes of Christ, really allowing Christ to lead them. Uh, When you give of yourself to Jesus, you give yourselves first to his priorities. You know, what's really important, what's at the heart of Christ, then becomes what's 
in our heart, the things that we desire. Gospel-centered giving comes from recognizing how much Christ has given to us, that grace that has been poured out upon us. But then that leads us to verse 9. It says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. See, these Macedonian believers were touched by the grace of God and that led them to being completely devoted to God, which in turn aligned their priorities to God. And one of their priorities was really seeking the relief of the Jewish Christians in Jerusalem. And so they gave. They gave in spite of their circumstances. They gave in abundance, not in amount because they were poor themselves, but this wealth of generosity was in focus. It was in a priority. It was uh, in tune with that singular mindset of we want to be a part of giving of what we have. Paul makes this point over and over that it isn't your money that God wants, but ultimately God wants your heart. He wants your devotion. He wants all that you have given to him. But where your hearts are surrendered to Christ, then that gospel-centered giving is surely going to follow. So I hope that you will walk away from this Beyond the Notes being challenged. It's not about remembering that it's not about an amount of money, but it's about a heart that is devoted to the cause of Christ. And where hearts that are completely devoted to the cause of Christ, their, their money, their time, their resources, their talents are sure to follow. So may you fall deeper and deeper in love with Jesus and may God's people be more in tune with God's giving heart as God has given to us that that Jesus poured himself out for us. May we learn how to pour ourselves out for others in the means of giving. See, after Paul highlights these principles of Macedonia, he turns to the challenge to the Corinthians and that challenge to the Corinthians can be a challenge to us to give, to give like a Macedonian. Thanks for joining us. I hope you'll join us this coming Sunday as we continue our series through the book of 2 Corinthians.